Nick here with episode four of the original Geek Show. Man, I really um, I drew out that hey there for a bit and just was just going over the vocals, Freddie Lane. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, anyway, here we are at episode four of the original Geek Show. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. Um, it's been a little bit um, since I recorded, like a week maybe. I don't know. Uh, I was putting out two a week, but I was waiting on a, on a guest to be with me. It was, you know, Freddie. I, I said that in the last episode that Freddie Lane was going to join me. Um, and then last week, uh, we were supposed to record, and uh, something came up. And then we were supposed to record today. And, or, oh, oh we couldn't record on Sunday because it was Halloween. I just had too much going on. And then we were going to go record today. And I guess something else came up. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, just going to record. Uh, without him, today is Wednesday, November the 3rd. Happy November. I hope that you all had a great Halloween. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll get Freddie on the show one day, I guess. You know, things happen. And uh, But the show must go on, as they say. Um, so I didn't. I don't have time to record any other day this week. So I had to, had to do it today. So we are guestless, but that's okay because don't usually have a guest anyways. Just me and my voice. Talking to you and your ears. So, if you've never listened to the original Geek Show, this is a geek-centric podcast. I might talk about movies and television shows and comics and video games and all kinds of geek-centric things. And so that is what we are going to do once again, because that is the format of the show. Um, we do a thing called the First Impression which is where I will watch a movie or a show or read a book or something that I have no prior knowledge to. And then um, I will uh, talk a little bit about it beforehand. And then, our, I mean, I was doing two different shows, but now they combine together. And I, I, on the original show, I uh, talked about it beforehand. And then I literally, like, paused the show, went and did the thing, and then came back and gave my thoughts on it. It's kind of the same format, except that uh, I do this before the show. Um, and then I, I talk about it at the end of the show. Um, I, in, as I said, I, I don't have prior knowledge of the things. Like, I don't, like, as far as shows or movies, I don't watch the trailers for them. I don't read reviews on them. I just look at, like, a review score from Rotten Tomatoes just for the, the show portion. And, um, I don't watch it beforehand. I don't look at the scores beforehand. Um, and then I, uh... Give my thoughts on it, you know, my first impression, thoughts. See, see, see how that happened. See how I got the name. Yeah, I'm really good on my naming conventions. That uh, I just, yeah. Anyways, uh, so today's first impression is Midnight Mass on Netflix. It is a seven-episode limited series. Um, that is. Assumed horror based, um, just based off of the look of it. Um, 
on the like you know the little backdrop on the Netflix and just a um, little blurb that they gave you or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that is what I watched. I watched the first episode, um, and um, I've watched more since then. Um, but I'm just literally going to obviously. That means that's kind of like a spoiler to what's going to happen later in the show, I guess, when I talk more about the show. Uh, but, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about the first episode and what my thoughts were on that, what my first impression thoughts of the first episode and whether I think that you should watch the show and my, I guess I'm going to give you some continued thoughts as well. Um, the continued thoughts is something that I do later on in the and other episodes uh, that I plan to do, but apparently you're gonna get those today as well because I mean, as it's been so long since I I planned to do this last like Thursday or something. So like it's been like almost a week or something since I planned on talking about my first impression. So I mean, I didn't stuff happens. Um, and uh, yeah. So, but uh, uh, before we do that though, um, I kind of usually save the first impression to the end. Um, so just something to look forward to. So therefore, um, I am going to talk about some other stuff and there's, there's quite a bit of stuff and I'm not going to talk about everything that's happened because who's got time for that? You know what I mean? Um, but I'm going to talk about as much as possible. There was some stuff that I was going to talk about with Freddie, which we're not going to talk about because there was some things that he wanted to talk about, um, cause I gave him the free reign to pick what topic first. And we are not going to talk about that, so that way he can talk about that whenever he comes on the show. And so we're going to, of course you don't even know what that is, um, but just pretend like you do, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I literally had to change the whole idea of what I'm doing on today's show at the last minute here, so uh, the last hour or two. Um, I changed some things up because I realized that I wasn't going to be able to record like tomorrow or the next day because um, I'm busy with work and other stuff. So, um, you know, bear with me. So, um, so uh, recently James Wan, who uh, does the Aquaman movie um, and who's doing the, um, and he's done, you know, some horror films and crap like that. Um, he talked about... Um, the uh, Trench movie. The Trench was a movie that was going to be done by him. It was a spinoff of Aquaman. And he was going to do that. And apparently it got it got canceled, in case you didn't know. That's basically what... Um, that was a long time ago it got canceled. It might have been six months ago or something. It was earlier this year because they canceled that and that New Gods movie. From uh, Ava DuVernay or... Tom Taylor, um, written by Tom Taylor. Um, so they canceled the Trench movie and that movie, I believe it was the same day. Um, and so James Wan just, act, why I'm bringing this up, though, is because James Wan just um, talked about the movie and said that it was actually going to be a Black Manta movie. Why... They didn't just, that it was going to be like a, a sneak, sneaky Black Panther movie, and it wasn't going to be just uh, a trench movie. It was going to be a Black Panther movie. 
Here's the question I have, though, for you. Why the fuck did they just not say that it was going to be a Black Panther movie? Why, why did they have to say it's, it's the trench, you know, it's, you know, from those, all those creatures and stuff, which I'm sure would probably have been a little bit about that as well. Um, but why did they just not say that, that it was a Black Panther movie? I'm, I don't, I don't understand, the, I don't know what DC does half the time. I don't understand the secrecy that they have. Um, it's, it's kind of strange that how DC does their movies sometimes. Um, and their thought process behind it. Just com when you compare it to Marvel, um, decisions that they make is, is kind of odd. Um, but I just don't understand why they didn't make, say it was a Black Manta movie, because I feel like that would have got more people interested in the movie, in the movie, and probably would it have still got canceled? I don't know, probably, because, I mean, uh... The New Gods movie, people, people were pretty excited about, especially because Ava was directing it, and Tom Taylor, uh, who's amazing, by the way, um, was writing it. So, therefore, I mean, it probably still would have been... I imagine it still probably would have... Maybe it would have been canceled. Maybe it wouldn't have. Who knows? But all I know is that there would have been more of an outrage over it being canceled instead of whenever it got canceled, nobody cared. And it was just like the uh, the headlines were like New God movie, Ever Doom Ray movie, and Tom Taylor. It's New Gods doesn't move, or was it Tom King? It was Tom King. I don't know why I said Tom Taylor. Dear God, it was Tom King. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry about that, Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor gets bad rep all the all the time. Um, uh, Tom Taylor and Tom King both will get the um, somebody will tag them and put them in articles and say Tom Taylor's. Batman series that he did, which was actually Tom King, or Tom King's Injustice, or whatever. That happens to them all the time on Instagram and Twitter and news articles and stuff, so they're kind of used to it. So, I mean, if Tom Taylor happened to listen to this episode, I'm sorry, Tom, um, but you already know that happens. So, but at least I corrected it mid-podcast. Mid anyway, Tom King's. Anyway, back to the uh, Trench movie. Uh, that when it got uh, canceled... It was really just, the headline was all about the New Gods movie. It didn't really talk about the Trench. I mean, it talked about the Trench movie, but it wasn't the headline, you know. It was just buried in the, uh, in with the story of, you know. Also, they canceled the Trench movie, and then nobody gave a shit. So, um, but I don't think that would be the case if they had said it was a, a Black Manta movie. Um, so, yeah, DC, why don't you get up on your, uh, you know, your how you do things and just marketing things better. I mean, I don't know, but we'll see what they do with Black Manta in that uh, new Aquaman movie. And I forget the, I'm just going to call it Aquaman 2 because I don't remember what it's called. It's called Aquaman 2 something something or something something, something like that. You know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, and uh, yes, moving on. So last episode, if you listen to it, I, uh, and I'm just, this is a really correction on myself, because I've really done, nothing really happened, and I'm going to talk too much about what happened here, but as you, as you might have recalled, I talked about how PlayStation had an event coming the next day that was all about some indie games, and I cor incorrectly labeled it as their PlayStation Showcase, and I also, at first I said it was a PlayStation Direct, or Sony Direct, or something like that, 
you know, then I realized I was like, oh, that's not Nintendo. That's a Nintendo thing. So it's not that. And then I said, PlayStation Showcase, and I said, is that Microsoft? And then I was like, I don't know. We're just gonna go with the PlayStation Showcase. So uh, it, it is Xbox Showcase. So I was wrong on that. It was. It's called, and which is weird because it sucks because I'm a PlayStation guy, and I incorrectly. It's, they're called PlayStation State of Plays, and I was just having a brain fart mid-episode, and I just went with it. So I'm correcting myself. I was wrong. And my wife, will, if she ever listened to this episode, she'll be like, I can't believe that you said that you were wrong about something. Well, guess what, Lacey? I am wrong once in a blue moon. Once a year, maybe. So, I mean, it happens. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was a PlayStation State of Play, they had a bunch of indie games, there was, I literally didn't really watch it, I kind of like saw the news afterwards, mainly because it's just like, like that feature game, I don't, which I don't even, something devil inside of me, or, I don't know, something like this, um, I wasn't, I don't really, none of those, I didn't think anything was going to really be announced or anything that I really cared about, I didn't really care about their featured game either, so it just wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. Um, good way to put it. And so I decided just to skip on that one. Um, so that is uh, what happened with that. And But they did talk about like Five Nights at Freddy's security breach. I'm not excited about the game, but Bronx, my oldest son, who's 11, is super excited about Five Nights at Freddy's security breach. They did um, um, show a new trailer for that, some gameplay of that. Um, and then they announced the release date finally of December the 16th. So, it looks like, and it's for like PS5, PS4, and PC, I believe. Which means that I have to buy a friggin' Five Nights at Freddy's P game for my son for, uh, for, uh, for Christmas now, I guess. So, even though it's my PS5, he has an Nintendo Switch, but he lets me put... I play his Nintendo Switch, so uh, I guess it would only be right that I bought him this Five Nights at Freddy's game. I guess I'm a good dad like that. So, I can, I can be nice. I can be nice to him. Uh, but don't tell him, okay? It's a secret between us. Alright? Awesome. Alright, so Why the Last Man, um, which has a Hulu adaptation... I believe the season finale's already went on. Um, well, apparently it's a series finale because um, FX and Hulu uh, canceled Why the Last Man. <laughs> um, so apparently it had nothing to do with ratings because the ratings were really good for it and all this stuff. and all. Basically it came down to this is a victim of the pandemic. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're saying to yourself. You're saying to yourself, but are we not... On the, uh, you know, the, was what would you say, the downward slope? I mean, yes, no, maybe so. Um, but the thing is, is that um, because of the pandemic, um, they had to, um, so it took a, this show kept getting pushed of the recording of the, or filming of the show, uh, Why the Last Man. And it kept getting pushed because of COVID, which means that um, they had to extend their contracts for all their people, like people on the working on the show and you know actors and stuff like that. They had to extend all these contracts, thus costing the studio 
or the you know studio lots of money, lots more money than they anticipated. So therefore, the show's budget ended up being a lot more because of these contracts. They had so basically they had to keep these people locked in contracts for like two years, um, and so therefore that is the reason why they canceled the show. Um, there's a huge following of the show though. Um, they're hoping you know like Netflix or HBO Max or somebody picks them up. Um, I even saw Stephen King put his uh, two cents and uh, put his um, support behind Why the Last Man. So maybe one day I will be uh, letting you know that Why the Last Man just got picked back up by somebody. But until then. So the trailer for Lightyear came out, um, which is not... It's like a Toy Story spinoff sort of thing about the real story of Buzz Lightyear. Um, and that it's going to be on Disney Plus, I think June of next year. And we saw a lot of footage, not a lot of talking, except for the very end. Chris Evans is playing Buzz Lightyear. Um, the trailer's pretty good. It looks like it's going to be cool. Um, and I guess this is like the inspiration behind the toy or a Buzz Lightyear movie. Um, in set in the Toy Story universe. I don't know exactly what it is. My own, I just, why is it coming out in June of next year before we get a trailer? That just seems like, why are we making a trailer for this? I'm, I'm, I don't know, it seems really early to put out a trailer eight months in advance. Maybe it's not, it just seems like it is. I don't know, that's a long time. Usually we don't see these Disney Plus trailers until like, right at town, like the Book of Boba Fett trailer just came out. Which was amazing. If you haven't watched that, go to YouTube right now. Book a Boba Fett trailer. That's going to be an awesome show. That starts in December. And we just got that trailer here at the end of October. So, see what I'm getting at? Why are we getting a sh trailer for something for Disney Plus for next year? I don't know. Anyways, light your tra trailer look pretty good. Um, as I said, the Book of Boba Fett trailer, since we're already talking about that. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, Finnick. Uh, it's gonna be on there too, and she's awesome, um, and, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, if you haven't watched the book of Boba Fett trailer, it looks like it's gonna be tons of goodness of Boba running the criminal empire now that, uh, Jabba left behind, and, um, well, Bib Fortuna, um, actually was running it, but... Uh, Boba took care of him in uh, Mandalorian Season 2. So now, um, yeah, now Boba's in, in, in charge. So um, we'll see how he does on that, because he's the head of the Huts now, I guess? The Hut Cartel or whatever? I don't know. Well, cool. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be fun. I believe that started in December. Um, let's see, what just come out, or is coming out, um, well, the Call of Duty Vanguard, um, just came out this week, today, yesterday, one of the two, um, which you can get on, you know, Xbox Series X or PS5, um, but I'm, I don't really want to talk about that too much, um, I want to talk about how Warzone, which is the free-to-play Battle Royale version of Call of Duty, um, that's been spanning across Three games now, gonna be four now, I guess. It's four. Um, man, it's been out for a while. Um, they're getting a new map on December the second. Um, so the 
map that we've been playing on for three games is going through, you know, three years or whatever, two years now. Um, it's going away, Vernadetsk, and um, we're getting a new map. Uh, I think it's like a Caribbean type map. It is called Caldera, and uh, it's been a long time since I played some Warzone. May have to get back into it though, since uh, we're getting this new uh, get the new map. But uh, we'll see how that how that goes. December second. Uh, speaking of uh, PS. Four games, PS5 games. Uh, Visage um, Enhanced Edition is coming out on November the 5th, which is, I'm recording this Wednesday. You're definitely not going to listen to it today because it's late at night. You may listen to it tomorrow, Thursday. You may be again, you may, you may be listening to it Friday, whenever it gets put out. And, uh, but Visage, uh, which was the scariest game that I've ever played uh, last year, this year, I don't remember when it came out. It was, Terribly frightening. Um, I can't, there was a comic book creator that wrote on that game, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was Kelly Thompson. I'm not for sure, um, but did some like comics that were in the game or whatever. Um, I can't really remember. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh man, it's escaping me. But um, they're putting out an enhanced edition, uh, you know, with 4K and all nice and pretty. Um, version of that game uh, this Friday November the 5th and so I think that you should check it out as I said it was a real especially if you're into horror things horror games or whatever um, it was really scary it was really frightening and, and plus it was just a great game it had a great story and I really enjoyed it and um, it's gonna look all nice and pretty on your PS5 or Xbox Series X if you're fortunate enough to have one of those and you should get that. All right, uh, another trailer though. Going back to trailers, um, we're going to hit a couple here. Um, the there was a new Hawkeye event trailer because um, we haven't got enough trailers for Hawkeye yet. So we got another one. Um, I can't really remember if there was too much new in that. See, um, this whole wanting to f record this last week is coming back on me again. Trying to remember, and the um, Hawkeye trailer. Um, Hawkeye starts November the twenty fourth. Um, it's gonna. Look, it looks pretty cool. Um, Marvel die hard looking thing. I don't know. It's Christmas time, and the MCU uh, November twenty fourth. I think they're dropping two episodes that day, and then we'll get one weekly until it's done. I think it's just a six episode. Art, I believe. Um, but yeah, we're getting Kate Bishop and I believe Echo as well. Um, so that's going to be pretty exciting. And I can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, the event trailer didn't show much more um, stuff. And uh, But I'm, I'm excited about Hawkeye. I know my buddy Jason Summit, uh, who is about to start cosplaying as Hawkeye, is excited about the show. Um, so... Yeah, tune in to Hawkeye on the Disney Plus. Because, I mean, you know, Marvel can't really do wrong right now, it seems. Alright, another trailer, though, that just came out this week is another Morbius trailer. Now, Morbius, starting Jared Leto, has been another victim of the pandemic. 
well, it was already shot, apparently, before the pandemic, but then maybe they did some reshoots. I don't know. But we've seen a trailer, like, last year. It's been delayed a bunch. I think it was last year, year before that. I don't know. Michael Keaton was in the end of it. We were like, is Morbius in the Venomverse? Because we saw a poster that for Spider-Man that said Murderer, which makes it think that it's part of the MCU, but the Spider-Man was Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So it was very confusing. And then Michael Keaton was at the end of it. But they never said he was Vulture or Adrian Toomes. But he was in prison talking to Morbius. I don't know. And then this trailer comes out. And Venom is name dropped. Or not Venom. I don't know if they necessarily say Venom. They do say the incident in San Francisco. So, I mean, if you watched Venom, you understand what that means. Um, I think there was a Black Cat reference. Other, maybe, I don't know, who else? Scorpion, maybe? Sandman? I don't know who else was. There was someone else that was mentioned. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Anyway, the trailer's interesting. I don't think it was bad. I'm not necessarily really super excited about Morbius. I don't really care much about Morbius as a character. I'm not really into vampires, per se. Um, I say that, and then... Oh, never mind. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but... I just, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to watch it, but I'm just don't know. And also, but the one thing I want to know, here, if you have some comments, what you think, let me know. Um, message me or comment on this video or something. Um, is Morbius in the MCU? Is he in the Venomverse? That's what I'm calling, or Spider, what, Sony's? universe of spider-man characters is that what they're calling it i don't know or is it something different completely outside of all of those i don't know see here's the deal is that i'm pretty certain well for one we got kind of references to every single spider-man franchise and venom as well so i don't really know um but the thing is, is that I think this was supposed to come out before Venom and before Spider-Man No Way Home, but then it got pushed further than the other ones did, so I don't really know. It wouldn't make sense, so... Okay, so if you haven't watched Venom, Let There Be Carnage, there's stuff that happens in that movie at the mid-credit mid scene, end-credit scene, mid Mid-credit scene. So, but that makes sense going into No Way Home. But if... I just don't know. There's just so much going on in this trailer. And it's just weird that this would be coming before No Way Home. With the way the movie, this movie looks. Especially with Michael Keaton in it. And he, they definitely doubled down on Michael Keaton um, in this trailer too. Because they had him more in this one. I still don't know if they call him Tombs or said Tombs on his thing. I'll have to go watch and really listen, but I don't think they did. So who's even say that he really is Adrian Tombs or Vulture? I don't know. But is Morbius in the MCU or in the Venom for who knows? Is it some type of new universe set by No Way Home, but they were gonna put it before maybe they did some reshoots. And, then maybe, and they're like, oh, this should definitely go after 
No Way Home because there's going to be some type of new un single universe. They're going to like Crisis on Infinite Earths it and uh, there's just going to be one universe at the end of the day. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not really for sure what will happen. But I'm excited. Okay, so let's move on to the last thing that I got for today. And that is my first impression of Midnight Mass, the seven-episode limited series on Netflix, which I usually just watch the first episode, and that's all I'm going to really talk about too much on the Midnight Mass is the first episode because um, that's what the first impression is about. And then I do continued um, impressions. And, uh, ooh, I can, before we go to that, I can tell you real quick. Um, I finished watching the entire first season of Lock and Key. God, that was an amazing show. They definitely did try away from the first volume of, they did stuff completely different. It did not go like the first volume of the book, but it did have elements of the first book in it and stuff still happened. But then there was a bunch of other stuff because there was like six or seven keys in that whole entire season. It was crazy. Oh my goodness. It was just so much going on. I, I Hopefully for Christmas or something, my wife will get me the uh, compendium so I can read all the books of that. And um, uh, see what happens. Um, but yeah, it was just craziness. And I really loved it. Season 2 just dropped on Netflix. So... Um, whenever I get finished with Midnight Mass, I think I'm gonna go watch season two. I was gonna go back and watch Squid Game, but I think I'm gonna wait. Cause the Lock and Key is so good, and I heard season two is really good too. So, if you've seen season two, let me know what you think about it. Um, or if you think I should go back and finish watching Squid Game. But, by the time you listen to this, it may be too late. Maybe. Who knows? Alright, so, but let's... But yeah, so just overall ranking on um, uh, Lock and Key, definitely one of the, my favorite series. I'm going to rank it up in the 90s. On it. And so I think there was like an 80 and then a 70 or something like that as far as tomato meters and then audience score. I, yeah, I'm going gonna, gonna to have to rank it up high. High 80s, low 90s. Yeah, it was good. So good. Excited. Second season. All right, anyway, Midnight Mass. Um, uh, from created by Mike Flanagan. Uh, this is on Netflix. It came out September the twenty fourth. Um, a quick synopsis: This series is about a small, isolated island community. Uh, the existing divisions are amplified by the return of a disgraced young man and the arrival of a charismatic priest. Now, Rotten Tomatoes um, gives it an eighty nine average tomato meter. And the audience score of 76. 76. Okay. I will wait and tell you what I think of um, what I think of it. Anyway, there's seven, uh, seven episodes. It's a limited series, sadly. Um, and, and now before we get into it, I'm just going to let you know. This is a highly kind of religious show. And, but when I say religious, it, it's also supernatural horror, and I 
feel like there may be some religious people that watch it and get upset by some of the things that um, are depicted on the show. Uh, uh, just realize that you are watching a show on Netflix and get your panties out of wad. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. I'm just going to talk about episode one. It's called Book One Genesis. Each one is called a episode. It's like a book. Book one, book two, book three. And then it has like a book of the Bible. So like Genesis, Psalms, Proverbs, something like that. Uh, that's just the first three. Um, anyway, so first episode, Riley Flynn, he returned, um, so the episode opens with, you see, like, there's been a car crash, um, ambulance is there, there's, there's, you know, it's craziness, you see this guy just, um, you see this girl, and she's like, they're trying to bring her back to life, um, basically, the EMT is, um, trying to resuscitate her. And you see she's got this ginormous gash uh, busted up her skull, basically. It's just, you know, busted open. And it's, it's intense. And then this guy is basically has his hands behind his back, whatever, um, on the side of the road. Um, and you find out that he was uh, a drunk driver. And he hit this girl, and uh, she died. So he ends up going to prison. For like four years. Uh, his name's Riley Flynn. Riley Finn, in the episode, Riley Flynn returns to his hometown of Crockett Island. It's a tiny, tiny offshore fishing village. Um, as, like I said, he, uh, it's a, like it's an island, basically. Um, a small community. Um, uh, he served four years in prison after a drunk driving crash, killed a young woman, having lost his faith during his incarceration. Riley struggles to reintegrate with the town's devout Catholic community, which includes his parents, Annie and Ed, his teenage brother Warren, his childhood sweetheart, Erin Green, who has returned to Crockett Island pregnant and is now working as a school teacher, zealous par- parishioner, um, Bev Keen, and Father Paul Hill. He's a newcomer. Um, Paul Hill, he's the... Um, he, he's, he's a newcomer to the island. He's uh, temporarily replacing the aging, aging Monsieur Pruitt, whose uh, whereabouts only Father Paul seems to know. He's on the mainland recovering because he, he went on a spiritual journey to Damascus. And he, well, he's really, he was really old. He got sick, so he stayed on the mainland. And then the parish um, sent uh, Paul Paul. So the town's reeling economically after an oil spill that crippled its fishing industry while out at night to drink and smoke marijuana with his friends Uger and Ali, Warren spots strange movements at a remote island populated by feral cats, which are later mauled by an unseen entity. The following night, Riley sees the figure of Monsieur Pruitt walking around the beach Amidst a raging storm, but this figure, figure soon vanishes. Um, the next morning, hundreds of dead cats are discovered along the beach. And that is where the episode ends. Um, that's just a brief description of the episode. Um, you get a lot of Riley, who's the main character, and also this uh, priest, Paul. 
and uh, what and their journeys. Um, basically, they're the two main characters mostly. Um, so as you know, he's kind of like um, Riley's kind of like a pariah now because you know he killed a girl, and so he's had to move back when he got out of prison. Um, he's you know he's on parole because he was sentenced for 10 years, so that means he's on parole for another six years. He's having to live with his parents back on this island where he was raised, this little small island. It's like a, you know, like 100, 200 people maybe. So everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business. Um, if you live in a small town like myself, you get it. Um, it's the same thing, except it's an island, so you can't escape. <laughs> Unless you get on a ferry, which comes like once a day. Um, so it's, it's kind of crazy. It's very religious, um, it's horror, of course, which, in my mind, I thought maybe there was a ghost thing, and then, but I thought they were going to Scooby-Doo it, you know, and then at the end of the day, would it be a big deal? Um, there's a lot to this, uh, the figure, Paul, the, uh, priest, he, he's got a good storyline, that is really enjoyable throughout the season. Um, but just going off this first episode, um, there's just a lot of mystery to this island. You get to meet these, all these characters. Each character is very interesting. Um, apparently Erin Green, who's the pregnant school teacher, she just moved back to the island too right before, a month or a few weeks before Riley got back from prison. They apparently are the same age, went to school together. Kind of like ex-lovers, and um, whenever she was 16, she like ran away from the island um, because apparently her mom was abusive uh, or some junk. Um, you learn more as it goes on, but just in the first episode, uh, you learn that she had ran away when she was 16, um, and so she hasn't been to the island since then. Um, she's come back, divorced, pregnant, and now a school teacher. The school teacher on the island, which, you know, really small school, as you can imagine, with only a couple hundred people there. Uh, the sheriff um, and his son, the sheriff's a real interesting figure because he's not from the island. He's just moved to the island recently as well. Um, he's Muslim, so um, that kind of goes against, you know, that puts some kind of uh, weirdness against the most of the island's Catholic so it's kind of an interesting dynamic that they got there. This Bev Keen, she's like sort of like a nun, um, in, in a sense, and but not really a nun. I don't really. She's just really, she's just really religious lady. She's crazy. Um, she's a really interesting character. There's a town drunk, um, who um, many years ago got drunk in town and was shooting some wildlife, but there was no wildlife and ended up just shooting this girl who is uh, through her spine and she's in a wheelchair who's Riley's brother's girl. Um, she's like 16, I think. Anyway, this is very interesting. Um, she's also the mayor's daughter. So, um, which I don't understand why that guy didn't go to jail or anything, prison whatever, for shooting the girl, even though he was trying, I don't know, when did that not be, did he basically just do the same thing, of course he didn't t kill the girl like Riley did, but attempted murder, or when did it not be, I don't know, don't talk, talk to me about law, I don't know, um, it just seems odd, 
that he didn't get in some type of um, reprimanded for that. I don't know. Uh, ask, ask Mike Flanagan. Anyways, um, yeah, as I said, the Rotten Tomatoes score, it was a very interesting premise, and it really hooked me, especially at the end, that, um, with the with the whole cats on the beach, and he thought he saw the um, old guy on the on the beach in the storm going out there, and it was a mystery. Oh, sorry. Oh, apologize. I was recording some of this episode today when Freddie didn't show up, and then I had to stop recording. Kids got home from school and stuff. It was really loud, so now I'm recording the rest of it late at night while everybody's asleep. Um, in case you don't know, I have five children and a wife. So, doing the best I can. Busy guy. And, anyways, <laughs> back to the story. The, um, but then, and then the next day, all those cats being there, um, I, it, it was weird. And, it, you know, I just wanted to, and at the end of every episode, it kept me in. And I have watched six episodes. I'm on the seventh episode now. In about episode four, the show takes a way left turn that I didn't really expect it all this stuff happened in the fourth episode and all this things that happened and kinda was I mean I knew there was some stuff going on and there was one thing that I thought was what well, from the first episode I thought something was up and uh, I kinda thought this ahead of time and I'm not gonna spoil it but something there's a twist in the show there's many twists in the show uh, by the way but there was one twist that I I saw coming and uh, but some of the things I didn't see coming, but the one twist I really, I was like I'm, I'm calling this, and then ended up being correct. Uh, so that was cool. Um, if you want to talk to me about the show, you can, and I'll tell you what twist I saw coming. Um, yeah, it was, but really cool. Um, the Rotten Tomato score 89, and then 76 audience score. Oh, man, I'm sticking with that tomato score 89. That's a good, that's a good one. That's a good high 80s definitely. Um, for sure, I really enjoyed it. Um, I I wish I had time to finish up the last episode. I'm will obviously I'll have the last episode watched by the next episode uh, that I record, and so I'll just tell you how strong a finale it was and whether I want more. Um, spoiler alert: I'm gonna want more because I already want more, but we we will see. Um, yeah, 76 audience score. I don't know, 70s are way too low. Mid to half 80s for sure on this. Um, Midnight Mass. Watch it on Netflix. Now you can watch all seven episodes. Um, and so, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I only have one thing to end it with as um, every week I try and I've been recording to was recording too, but as I said, stuff happened. So I wasn't able to. Um, this is Wednesday. So it's going to be definitely after new. It is new comic book day. Um, and. But uh, each week I'm trying to give suggestions. Of new comic books that come out. It may be after new comic book day. But it's not too late to contact your local comic book shop. And see if they have these books. Or go by there. And see if they have books every week. I'm going to recommend a DC book. A Marvel book. And an independent book. And uh, this week is kind of different because I don't have a Marvel book to recommend because there was only like three Marvel books that came out this week because um, a lot of them got 
and the world is crazy pissed with shipping and pandemic is just really we're getting all this delays and shipping and all this stuff and printing delay messed up all these printing things that we're dealing with now so this near the post pandemic i guess we'll call it the post pandemic era or nearly post pandemic era it's a lot going on um so there was only like two three marvel books i think and it was like x-men legends death of and two doc death of doctor strange books I'm pretty sure that's all that came out Marvel-wise. And I'm not reading Death of Doctor Strange, and the X-Men Legends books are crap to me, so I'm not going to recommend a Marvel book. Um, and if you like the X-Men Legends books, I love you, but so just know that. I just don't like your taste in books, um, which it's neither here nor there. Uh, so, but, um, so I'm going to give two indie books, and then I'm going to get an DC book. And normally I do a DC Marvel and then the independent. I'm going to give you the independents first. Because the DC book is the big book of the week. Uh, for independent book, I'm recommending New Burn. It is a new detective story. It's New Burn number one, new detective series from its image book from Chip Zardarsky, who does amazing work. Um, he's writing a few series I'm enjoying right now. Um, and so uh, this looks to be like a cool... Uh, I don't know if it's black and white. I don't know. It looks. It could look like it from the cover. I didn't really look and see the art. I'm trying not to spoil myself on books until I get them. Um, I really. Um, I just read a little bit about, you know, a little preview, whatever. So I don't really look at the art. But um, really excited to jump on a new Zardarsky book. Um, and then let's go with Magic Order Two Number One. I know that's complicated. Magic Order Two Number One. Um, it's Mark Millar. Um, he's already did Magic Order before. This is a new Magic Order series, so that's why it's called Magic Order 2. I never read Magic Order 1, um, but I did just read all of Jupiter's Legacy, and I really liked that, which was much better than that Netflix show. Um, but um, there are some Mark Millar things I've been reading and getting into, and so I'm going to really try out this Magic Order 2, number 1. And I'm going to try to go back and read more the first magic order um but it seems interesting and uh, sometimes mark millar is good sometimes he's bad I don't, you know he's hit or miss um he's definitely not in my top but he's definitely not my low so he's about mid um but sure we'll give magic order a try um but dc has the big book of the week for me the big number one that you should be getting and that's dark knights of steel number one Written by Tom Taylor. The amazing Tom Taylor, who does fantastic work with alternate Earth tales. I've probably said this before. I don't know if I've said this. I know I've said this before on retrograde comics videos. I can't remember if I've said this in the first three episodes, but Tom Taylor does the best work at um, alternate Earth tales. Injustice is my favorite alternate Earth tale of all time. Um, or else worlds, or you know, what if tales, whatever you, what if stories, whatever you want to call them, stuff that's not set in um, normal continuity type things. Um, but Tom Taylor does the best, and so this is a new twelve issue series called Dark Knights of Steel. It's like basically the normal DC comics set in medieval times, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I am not a fan of medieval things. I think I said that this episode or last episode. I can't remember which one it is. 
Um, I feel like I said it. Maybe I didn't. Now I'm questioning myself. Either way, I'm not really into mythological things, medieval stuff, whatever. Uh, mythological. I don't know why I said that. Uh, medieval things, knights and dragons and all that junk. I'm not really, that's not really my forte. However, saying that, uh, it's Tom Taylor, and um, you should definitely pick up this book because I think it's going to be amazing. In fact, um, as since it's already Wednesday, <laughs> I've already read this book, and oh my lanta, it is so good. Dark Knights of Steel, number one, is, oh God, it was so fantastic. It definitely ranks up there. It's, I mean, if it, it's already ranked up there, one of the best books I've read this year. Um, new series I've read, and God, it, it was so good. And as this is coming from a person that doesn't like medieval things, so just the the story alone, um, is it's crazy, um, and so everything's different. Um, even coming with Superman landing on Earth, it's just completely different what happens there. Of course, he lands in medieval times, and so this is where the story set, um, and pretty much all the. I think seen like uh, eight maybe characters, DC characters in this book, um, first issue, and seen they're pretty much all the same. <laughs> they're set medieval, medieval uh, era. So, but there, there's it's a very interesting premise, um, and so I don't really want to talk too much about it because it, I'm going to talk more about it. But I'm going to talk about it on the next episode a lot more. Uh, but it was it was really awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a full review of it on the next episode, and then I'm gonna do another first impression, and I will have to grab my list of first impressions. Um, but um, I know that I have that Hulu show Only Murders in the Building. Um, there's a show called Ghosts that just started. Um. Cobra Kai on Netflix. I have these written down. Um, now I'm going to... John wants me to do Sandman. I'm going to do that eventually. Um, I, I just... I know... I don't know if I want to do... How I want to do that. So, um, let's see here. Um, I don't I don't really know what else I have written down. Uh, th I, I, that's mainly things that I have can remember right off the top of my head. If you have anything that you want me to watch and uh, or read or something like that, that you want me to do for a first impression, you can contact me on the Facebook and let me know. But yeah, that's, I'm going to do one of those for next episode. Um, and probably that only murders in the, in the building um, or something like that. And then I'm going to also review Dark Knights of Steel. And maybe I will have... Be able to get Freddy on here. Who knows? If not, whatever. Um, but if you want to be on the show with me, just let me know. And uh, I take guess. You just got to watch something that for a first impression. And you can come up with it if you want to. I don't care. It'll be fun. But anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Original Geek Show.
Yeah. 